We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan. Jared Goff winds up. Touchdown, Detroit. Josh Reynolds. Here comes the blitz. Down the middle and on the fly. Jamison Williams, extra speed on the gas and gone. Touchdown. Yo, what is going on, guys? We are back for the post-game show. Lions, Patriots, no Malcolm with us, but got my man Pierre. Pierre. Man, how are you feeling, man? My expectations for this team just went out the window, bro. Like, you know, we said seven to nine wins. Maybe they have a chance to compete for the NFC North and all that. Yeah. No, they have, they have a ton of issues. And Dan Campbell, this is year two, bro. This is the second time he's made, like, in-game errors. I mean, you can't, bro. Like, fourth and nine, bro. The offense is doing shit. Punt it or kick the field goal. Like, what are you doing? And then Jared Goff, we mentioned in the pregame show, has struggled against the Patriots. And they had, like, no answers for the Patriots' defense. Uh, Your two top two tackles struggled, which is rare to see. Both of them struggled today against Matthew Judon. It was just a shit show on, like, everywhere except special teams. Yeah, man. Uh, it was rough, dude. I mean, you couldn't ask for a worse game, a worse bounce-back game from what you had last week. You know, last week was a gut punch. You were at home. Um, that, that That's just three straight gut punches in a row that this team has given you. And I think it's time to have the uncomfortable conversation. And it's fu- it's fair to have criticism on the head coach, Dan Campbell. I mean... When is he going to learn? Like, this is a repeating thing. This is like an almost every week basis thing that we're mentioning something critical part of this game where Dan Campbell just messes it up. Like, we did this show last year multiple times. We've we've done this show a couple times this year already. We're doing it again right now. When is enough enough? Yeah, bro, and I got to be honest, like, you look around the league, all these second-year coaches, they're not struggling like the Lions are. They're just not. Um, Arthur Smith with the Falcons, 
Even first year coach Brian Dayball, what is he, four and one? Yeah, and it's like people want to use the talent excuse, and you could use the talent excuse to say maybe we're not a team to, you know, uh, be a good playoff team or win a division. You could use that as a valid excuse. But to use an excuse to get totally embarrassed, 29 0 to a team that's not really more talented than you, and you can even make the argument the Lions are maybe more talented on paper. I mean, that's an argument, whatever, right? This right. team is not a world beaters, and you just got absolutely embarrassed. Embarrassed, man. I like, I, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I look at I look at their win, right? It came against Washington. Washington right now is not a good football team. No, That's their only win. Um, they lost to the Vikings. Obviously, the Eagles are a great team. They lost to the Eagles. They lost last week to the Seahawks. Yeah, it's just it's um. How do I say this? It's embarrassing, Tyler. It really P- is. Peter, when is enough enough with Dan Campbell? Like, are, are you, when's the conversation come even more? Is it now? Is it later? Like, when does the conversation get bigger? I think also Brad Holmes should take some of the blame as well. Ahmed Ra, Sewell, the nice players, Jerry Jakes, nice fine. But what the hell is Ify Malafanu done? Well, what has? I think I got hurt on the first play, but yeah. Levi, but he's been hurt the whole time he's been here. Levi's been hurt. Yeah. Ali McNeil had a great game today. Even their, like, free agent acquisitions, they've been like, eh. You know, like, I feel like now it's time to actually question the vision of this team. Because I, I, don't, I don't know where they're going. I don't know. See, I'm not there yet with Brad Holmes and the vision of, like, what he's trying to build. I know I, – I, I could see what Brad Holmes is trying to build. So I'm not there yet questioning him. I'm questioning more of the in-game decision-making with Dan Campbell and this coaching staff. I think that's the bigger concern with this team right now. No, uh, the reason why I'm questioning Brad Holmes is he's taken a chance on injured players in the second round, and that hasn't worked out. Yes. And he's brought in these free agents that are, like, cheap to nothing. The only one that worked out was last year, Charles Harris. Other than that, what the hell has Anzalone done? He's been okay. Like, he's been, like, below average, right? Michael Brackers has sucked. There's so much money invested into those two guys. Th- this game just doesn't – strike me as a talent game though you know what i mean like we didn't lose this game because like the entire team they need to look at themselves in the mirror front office and the coaching staff and figure the shit out yeah yeah i mean you're not wrong like if you want to question brad holmes i i have nothing to really counter you with i can't really blame you i'm just not personally there yet like but with dan campbell dude i, I the, the whole game was thrown away after that fourth and nine play I, I just don't understand the thought process of it. I mean, you threw the game away. You threw the game away. There was all momentum was gone. You gave New England a two score game, and then like the the response in the second half from this team, uh, uh, it doesn't exist. I mean, it's just embarrassing, dude. It's embarrassing from every aspect of it. It's embarrassing, and like, man, what is the vision? I I, I just don't know, man. Like I said with Dan Campbell, this is a repeating offense. I can't defend this anymore. I can't defend him anymore. No, I can't. I'm tired of it, bro. I really am because right now they're one and four going to the bye week. You got Dallas after that, who's on fire. I just, I don't I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. <sighs> it's just it's frustrating, man. It really is. It's just it's just a repeating offense, dude. It's it's really frustrating. 
And another thing is, they have to look at their strength and conditioning coach because, bro, I have not seen this many injuries to start. Dude, what season. the hell was that? <laughs> what the hell was that? Every single defensive back, I think, went down today at some point, like in this game, outside of Kirby Joseph. I think every defensive back had some type of injury in this game and had to miss at least a play. Bro, Chase Lucas was playing safety at one point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the offense, too. What happened to that? Yeah. I mean, Seems like Bill Belichick knew what they were calling before they were calling it. They had an answer for every play we were running, almost literally. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that's frustrating too, and we said this like a little last week, I think not last week, but the week before, I think, is throwing behind the sticks. That shit is very annoying. It's consistently too, like on these fourth and two plays, these fourth and three plays, they, they just keep doing it. And you mentioned it, dude. The, the pass protection was rough today. And, like, overall, that's not a big concern with this team because, you know, those guys are going to figure it out. But yeah. it was a rough game. Um, the offensive line had a rough game. Jared Goff was under pressure all game. Um, but Malcolm's here, so I'm going to – let's try to get him his thoughts and let's hear what he has to say and chime in on the, on the conversation. Hey, Prior Podcast listeners. It's your boy Malcolm here. And if you're a sports better like me – let me tell you about Odds Traders. Odds Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign up codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather so the bettors can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's O-D-D-S-T-R-A-D-E-R.com slash bluewire. Odds Traders, the number one site for your game day bets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
Malcolm, what's up, man? Yo, yo, what's up, man? How you feeling? Dude? I, have, I have a major headache right now. My head is like, my head is like on fire right now, man. Is it because of Danny? It's mainly because of the goddamn game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mainly is because of the goddamn game. Tell me your thoughts on Dan Campbell at the time being right now. What's your thoughts on him? Dan Campbell? Dan Campbell. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know right now, man. I, What's I your mean, thoughts on the head coach of this football team? Dan right Campbell? I, know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know, Dan Campbell. I don't know. I honestly don't know, man. He, he's still. Is he the guy? I would like him to be the guy. No, I don't want to hear what you like. I love to be in, for him to be the guy too. Is he the guy? Is he? Do you think right now, time being, is he the guy going for? Is he if, the right man if, for if the you job? You asking me if I'm on the should we fire Dan Campbell sweet stakes? No, I don't think we should fire him. Give me a good reason why we shouldn't. Um, shit. I, as of right now, after watching that game, I don't have an answer to that. But I just—I I mean, give me give me a good reason. I want to know a reason. What like what do you I'll see? Give me a reason, Tyler. Give me a um, reason. I want to hear. It. If you fire him, they—they they obviously won't. And I think it's like it's they won't. But they gave him a six-year contract, knowing that this could be a brutal rebuild. Okay. Um, but like you know, our expectations got better because last year the offense kind of—I mean, what they did towards the end of the season was impressive. So like, all right, we got an offense. Let's try to fix this defense or get a little better, right? And that just hasn't happened this year. Um, has he like? Is it okay to question him and Brad Holmes? Yeah, it is. But I don't think they're firing him. I don't think they should. They just need well, to be better at their jobs. When is it like? When are we going to see the improvement? It's year two of week five. Well, I'm I'm, I'm going to say this, man. I I think I think New England had a hell of a game plan. Okay. Um, this week against against Detroit. Okay. How about um, Seattle? It, how about Minnesota? How about Seattle, Philly? Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about that right now. I mean that that look. As far <laughs> where, as this, where, we, where do we draw the line? Look, as far as this game, as far as this game, um, when you watch it, they took advantage of you know that we were down. We were down a lot of guys, and they just pretty much manned up on our receivers. And our receivers, I mean, they looked like they couldn't beat that man coverage, and that's why Jared Goff was holding the ball. Too long, and a lot of like he did say that. Oh, why is he checking it down, throwing the ball behind the stick? Well, he's getting pressured, um, and he's just trying to get the ball out of his hands. None of the guys were beating man coverage, and New England pretty much went to that game and said, "Look, they don't have nobody that can take the top over our heads. They have nobody that can stretch the field right now. The only person that they can have that can stretch the field is is um is, is what's his name, Josh Reynolds." He's the only person that can stretch the field. Khalif Raymond, he's too, he he has he's he, he does he, he's not the guy that's going to stretch the field. He's not going to take the top over the defense. They had nobody that's going that that pretty much New England had to respect for the deep ball. So they this is like they were going to press man him, and we we're going to pressure him. Okay, and it worked. It, yeah. it should it worked. I mean, we had Absolutely. no answer for him defensively. Uh, okay, um, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. I just want to backtrack before we get to there. Before we get to there, let's backtrack. Okay, you say that, right? You yeah. see that. You see that on TV, that we can't move the ball. What gives you the confidence that we're going to convert a fourth and nine? That fourth and nine play, that was bad. I mean, he sh- again, just like I said last time, they should have punted it. I mean, okay. the, the kicker wasn't he wasn't going to make it. They just nah. brought him in. You're going to say, all right, kick this 51-yard field goal on the road. 
I was outdoors. He was he was gonna fuck it up. Okay, now, fine. Okay, you punt the ball, right? Punt the ball. What? Okay. How many times do we have to say this about Dan Campbell? You got one strike. You got two strikes. Shit, I don't know how many strikes we're at right now. If we're counting last year and this year, of a bonehead decisions making by your head coach, and that's the big reason why you lost in game, and that's why we're all momentum's gone. Where do we start to question him, and why is he the right man for the job? I like. I personally like him as a, as a coach, as a motivator, as a coach. I personally like him. Like that, this is just Jim Caldwell part two. If you're really going from there, he's a good guy. He gets the guys going. He's a good motivator. No, not, the, not necessarily because Jim Caldwell actually won games. Yeah, well, that's true. But yeah, uh, that's true. I guess. Sorry, I, I, I'm sorry, Jim Caldwell, for putting you in the same category as, as him, honestly. But no, just Jim, said uh, they went for it because they're out of field goal range. So I don't think they could have. Um... That's what I said. They should have punted it. Me personally yeah. would have punted it. I mean, you try to drop off sides. That doesn't work. Punt, punt the football. It's as easy as that. I mean, fourth and nine, you know they're mad. They're, they're pressing up on you. You don't have any, like, Omar Ross St. Brown's on the snap count. He's not He's not 100%. You're rolling with Khalif, Ra- Khalif Raymond, uh, Tom Kennedy, Josh Reynolds. Like, who are those guys? Like they they're not they're not really good like great receivers like oh and Dan Campbell that's a hundred percent on me how many times have you heard that he also said we've hit rock bottom we have to go back up <laughs> like how many times have you heard Dan Campbell say this game's on me this game's on me sorry I mean, guys it's, it's, this it's better game's than, on me it's better than uh we gotta play better uh, I gotta coach better okay, I'm I, pad I, level I, I'm not it's better com- than that bullshit I'm not comparing bullshit to bullshit. <laughs> Right now, I'm going to go to my, my famous analogy. This is a recycling bin to a garbage bin right now. That's what it is right now. If you really want to go back and compare Patricia and Gamble, they're not shit. They're both not shit. They're both frauds. Uh, you know what? I'll say this, though, man. Anybody that thought they're going to win seven, six or seven games, you're on the right track. This is, this is the... I, we're, the I, no, are we on the right track? To win six <laughs> or seven games? Yeah, I don't think I mean, we are. I don't yeah. think we are. Bro, yeah. you got – I mean, I don't want to look too ahead, but you got Dallas, uh, Miami, and Buffalo coming up. Yeah, and then after that, you got the division games, which is – I mean, it is what it is. I mean, right now, you are a bottom feeder team. You're one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. There's no you way are. around it. You are. Until you get your guys back, man. I think they're really, really, really missing their guys. I think this is a different football team you're talking about. If you have DeAndre Swift, if you have, you know, DJ Shark out there, you have Malcolm. guys that you can respect, you know, the deep ball. Malcolm. He was up. The Patriots were on their third quarterback, bro. Yeah. I mean, defensively, and, and we had no. Without, uh, they lost uh, Damian Harris during the game, right? I yeah. mean, they. I mean, they're, they're, but the, the, thing, the thing is, between their they're two running backs, there's no huge drop-off between Okay, their, look at the New backs. York Giants today in London, 9.30 in the morning. They, they are down to nothing in that game. They find a way to come back and crawl to beat the Green Bay Packers. Dude, good teams win with – I get that. Good teams win – with just having, well, we're not we're not a good team. We 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 established that this game. We're not a good team right it's now. Just like that's why you have the questions with this coach. Good teams win without like you don't have to have all your guys out there to be a good team. Every team deals with injuries. Every team deals with injuries. I know, but how many teams deal with this many injuries? Though every team deals with this many injuries. Every team this many injuries. Malcolm, it's the this Malcolm, many it's the NFL, dude. There's injuries around the league. Yeah. There are injuries around the league, like maybe one, maybe two, no, three guys no. out. But this is half. This is you know, 
all your weapons, pretty much. This game is not on injuries. Your main weapons. This game is not on injuries, but what I'm saying, offensively, we couldn't do shit. You could, we couldn't do shit offensively. But you did shit last no. week offensively, so it's like, and you did. I mean, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle's ranked. I mean, I, they're okay. bottom I, defensive team. I understand that, but these guys are all NFL players at the end of the day. They're all NFL players. No, I get that, but it's all about scheme, man. And like, if you know how to, like, if you're saying, like, you have Bill Belichick looking at this, or he say, look, they don't have nobody. This is our our corners are better than their current receivers right now. True or true or false? He's going to. That's his game. Our corners right now are better than their current receivers right that's on the field right now because they don't they're they're, they're hurt they're hurt back there they have nobody that can stretch the field so we're gonna press them and, and send pressure and see what they're gonna do all, to throw the ball and see what they're gonna do to be able to throw the ball and try to find a, an open man because there's nobody open absolutely nobody was open yeah and um you know what I don't get to so Cam Campbell basically said they didn't trust the kicker it was what would it be like 49 for the yard kicker bro why did they sign him then like it was, it was a 51. It's going to be a 51 yard field goal. All right. Well, why do you sign the kicker then? Because you need somebody to kick their extra points. Sign I a different kicker. I don't think we should even be rostering a kicker at this point on this on this team. There's no need for them. I think There's by no... NFL rules, you're required to have one kicker. I think. Oh, are you? Yeah. Dan Campbell could shoot that rule out the, out the rule book. He doesn't use them, he doesn't need them. There's yeah, no need is, for them. This is honestly watching, man. This is one of the worst lines I've ever watched in a while, man. They have have no answer. They have no answer on any side of the ball. It was bad, man. Man, use defensively defensive back. And defensively, man, like, come on, man. Like, what are we doing? Well, what are we doing? Like, what was the what was the adjustment? What was the personal change? What what was it? Defensively, I mean, they the defensive actually gave a shot in this game. I mean, the first half they stopped them to field goals. They didn't score a single touchdown. Um. You know, in the second half, it's when it really started to blow open a little bit with the uh, with the injuries in the defensive back room. But it didn't matter at that point because your offense wasn't moving the ball anyways. So I'm not going to blame this game too heavy on the defense. They did kind of what I want to, you know, want them to do. I mean, just don't let them score touchdowns. They're going to run the ball. Um, like, they're going to move the ball. Like, that's just – you don't have the personnel where you're going to completely shut them down. I thought the defense honestly was okay today. That, that, that was not my biggest concern with the team today. See – I I thought that both sides of the like ball were bad. The offense was worse than the defense, but I still think the defense was yeah, bad. Me too. I think the defense is bad too, man. Uh, Bailey Zappi had all day to throw. No fucking pressure in his face. They ran the ball down our throats. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't good. It Obviously, it wasn't good, but I wasn't yeah, I mean, I wouldn't a, say I'm impressed with the defense because I wasn't. I they only had forced one I'm punt, Tyler. But I wasn't expecting a complete 180 from last week to this week. I just wasn't. Bro. At they least did. pressure, at least pressure, right? Like you wasn't expecting at least pressure. They did, at least they weren't getting touchdowns. They weren't getting touchdowns. They stopped them to because only field goals in the first half. He's a rookie. The Bill Belichick wasn't make, making them, you know, trying yeah, to say, I mean, "All right, go out there and just score touchdowns." Bill Belichick was like, "Go, go manage the game. Let Detroit shoot him in the foot. Let, go manage the game. Run the ball. Make take the throws that's there." I mean, they, Bill Belichick is what's he saying? Light them on fire. I mean. Yeah, I mean, if you played a good offense, the game is probably even worse than the scoreboard. Is. It's it'll probably be, it'll a 50-0. Be a little, exactly. It'll, it'll be way worse if you're playing against yeah. a better offense. I mean, we're, okay, we, we acknowledge the defense is ass. We know they're ass. Like, like what do I have to say about them? They're bad. They're, really, they're historically bad. They're terrible. But they weren't the reason why you lost today. 
They gave you a shot in that first half. I mean, yeah. Your coach goes for it on fourth and nine. You give him a touchdown. I mean, that was literally worst case scenario, obviously. Um, but man. it's just weird. Like, know, like, like, like you watched the game. Why was first of all? Why was Logan Stumbray out there? Why was he start? Why did he start the game? I, mean, I, I, hurt, uh, I, I believe he got hurt last week towards the end of the game. And then huh? they ended up putting him in. I don't. I don't know. I, he, I don't he, know. Got, he got benched. He got benched. He got benched bench. bench. half because he did, yeah. first of all, Evan Brown been the better guard. So yes. why did they? Why did they switch out and, and take out Evan Brown to put Logan Summer? Because that's you saw the offensive line struggled a lot <laughs> when Logan Summer was in there. So why well, was he even in the game? Day, but yeah. They yeah. they struggled all. They, they struggled all day. But I mean, they played a little bit a little bit better when Evan Brown was in there. They just started struggling when they started putting TJ Hawkins in the block, uh, Judon one on one. That's that's when they really started to struggle. Yeah, I mean the tackles were rough today. This was a rough game for both Panay Sewell and Taylor Decker. Um, I mean, there's no way around it. It was a it was a rough game for the offensive line in general. But yeah, I, I don't understand. I really don't understand the decision of going to Logan Stenberg. Uh, I mean, Evan Brown was fine. Your offense was great last week. If it's not broke, why fix it? I I, I don't understand. I really don't understand. The only adjustment you should have made was plugging in Jonah Jackson for Dan Skipper. I, I don't see the other, you know, need to to move around the offensive line and what they did today. So I, I don't I don't know why they did that. Right. Yeah, you watch this game. It looked like their game plan was to run the ball. I mean, maybe that's the reason why Evan Logan somebody is a better run blocker. I don't know, and maybe that, that was the game plan because that looked like that's what they wanted to do, was yeah. just run the ball. They said on TV their game plan was to be more conservative. I'm not a fan of that, honestly. I'm really not. <laughs> I just don't understand how you say that, but then go for it on fourth and nine. I like I don't understand that. I, I hate to keep battling back to that play, but that was the play that just ended the game for me. Like I get you want to slow down the game and keep your defense on the sidelines or whatever, but like you're not built like that. You're built to score. And I just I don't like the game plan on I don't know. They didn't have nobody to score. I mean you take out what do we do? We'll take out TJ Hawkinson. Which yeah, they did. You know, Marmar said Brown wasn't fully healthy. He's on the snap count. Now, who do who do you have, who do you have to beat you? Uh, who Josh Reynolds? Is Josh Reynolds gonna light, light, light a team on fire? Like I, I don't get it. Like they don't have nobody to beat you. I don't know. Good point, but that's because my- you, you see, you see, like you see Tom Kenny out there. You're like Tom Kenny, you look at Tom Kenny. He's like kind of like a joke. Like they don't look at Tom Kenny serious. Khalif Raymond, he, all that speed for what? He's, he's fast as shit, but what, what did he do with it? Nothing. He doesn't take the top off the defenses. And then all you have is Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds is the only person that was out there that was be, consistently trying to make plays out there. And then you see him limping because he, he fucking trying to do everything. They have nobody else. Yeah. They didn't have nobody. Yeah, I mean, you, you could tell Saint wasn't at full strength at all today. Probably shouldn't even have been playing. He didn't yeah. look right at all. He, he, he wasn't. He's on, he was on the snap count. He, he was hurt. I mean, it just, he didn't have nobody. Offensively, that's why Jared Goff was trying to trying to do shit, trying to make shit happen, but if Jared Goff doesn't have no, nothing, nobody to, you know, to help him out, it's not going to be good. Nobody's no. getting open. It's, it's going to be bad. I mean, the game's not... Necess- it's not on golf. I mean, it wasn't. He didn't have. I mean, the mistake was obviously the fumbles. He, he fumbled. Huge. The interception. And like if you look, not- if you closer to the interception, it wasn't. It wasn't really his 
fault either. I mean, yeah, he I threw well, that, that wasn't a great ball. That wasn't a great ball. I mean, he that, threw it right to that 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 corner. They broke nowhere. They broke both of them broke on the ball. Well, TJ Hawkinson was kind of open. It was kind of like the same play they rolled. It was exactly the same play they rolled. They rolled the with, um, yeah, the same exact play. But the thing is, you know, they they watched film. They said not this shit again. They both turned around and broke on the ball. I mean, it, it just is what it is. It was just a really good play, but yeah. They made a hell of a play. But, I mean, that's 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 all you can say is that, yeah, they, they made a hell of a play. But as far as like I felt but the I fumble bad for six, the, the, the fumble, yeah, yeah. The that's, reason that's I don't me. put the fumble six on him, well, it, it is on him. The play itself is on him. He should have never been in the situation. He no, should have never been in the situation. Should have never been in that situation, man. He should have never had the ball in his head. It should have been in the kicker's leg or Jack Fox. Either or. Whatever you want to do. I mean, yeah, like, that, that, like, did you that guys know wasn't it was game it. after that play? Well, did you guys know it was game after that play? After the fumble six? That's when my head started hurting, man. That's when I, like, threw my water bottle at the wall and I put a hole in my poster. So what right? I, that's, happened to me that's what happened to me today. I, tell, I actually threw my water bottle, too, and it splattered, like, all over. Like the <laughs> I put a hole in my poster. I was kind of pissed afterwards. I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I threw my water bottle twice. The second time, it splattered everywhere. Yeah, it was empty, but the this cap, is, no, mine had water in it, bro. I, I had to clean it up, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, this is bad, man. <sighs> All right, you guys want to take some people's? Let's, let's hear the people out. I think we said enough about this game. Let's hear what people got to say. You guys can request, and um, uh, we will accept and hear you guys out. So at the bottom left, for whoever wants to talk, invent. We had a couple. Oh, there we go. What's up, Kyle? What's up? What's up? What's up, bro? How's everybody feeling? Um, we're doing all right. What's up? Terrible. You know, don't bullshit. We're feeling terrible. Yeah, that that game. That game was horrible. I like, like you, like you said, like you said. I don't know why they sign them. They they sign the kicker. They sign the kicker and they, and they never use them. I, I never, I never, I never saw nothing like that. Like you said, like you said, they 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 said they don't trust. They don't trust the kickers. You know, they don't trust them. Ever since man, ever since ever since we lost Matt Prater, ever since we lost Matt Prater, the lion the lion be having a hard time finding kickers. Yeah, I mean, we've been fortunate with good kickers for a very long time. You know, you had Jason Hansen forever, and then like, it's like I'm little... telling you, it's a it's a curse. You 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 can you can't you can't can tell me you can't you can't just lie to me. You can't just lie to me. It's, we got a curse and kick in in the in the special teams. We got a curse. Well, I wouldn't say that. You've been actually fortunate with kickers for many years. Now it's obviously sucks. I mean, because you don't have one, but you had Jason Hansen for many years. Then he went through a little dry spell to try to figure him out. Then you got Matt Prater right after. You had him for, what, five years? And you've actually been very fortunate for kickers forever in Detroit. This is just sucks right now. You, have, you haven't been able to figure out a kicker. Man, our defense, man, our defense. Yeah, like you said, man, our defense, look. Our defense, look, not good. Ever, ever since I, I, I've, been, I've been watching the game, every, every time I look up, it's always somebody going down, like every two minutes. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not lying to you. Every two minutes, every two minutes when I look down, 
like you said, it's a, it got to be something with a conditioning coach or something they they not they not they ain't doing something right or they not stretching or they ain't, they ain't something we, like this. We got more injuries like we had last year. Last year we had a whole bunch of injuries. Who we who we blame that on? Kyle, it's the NFL, brother. <laughs> there's there's going to be injuries all around. I mean, I, I know it's it sucks, dude. There's injuries every two minutes, it seemed like, in that game. But, I like, mean, our defense, look, I know, I know, I know Aaron Glenn, he has, he, he, he trying to use what he, what he can use out there and try to use everybody's best of his abilities. But it's, it's just not looking good. It's just not looking good. Yeah. And, uh, and how we, and then how we get, how we didn't get points. How you how you don't kick a field goal? Just leave the game with something on the board, just something, man. You just can't go out and get shot out just like that. It's just Kyle it's just, frustration, but I have other people I have to bring on. Thanks for coming on, bro. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, all right, <laughs> chef. <laughs> What's up, Shep? Shep, what's up, brother? Yo, what's going on, y'all? How you doing, man? First off, I've been watching the Lions since 2000, and I sat through every game in 2008, and I saw us lose every game faithfully with my little Detroit Lions blanket and every goddamn thing. This got to be the worst product I've seen in my whole NFL career, like watching. Ooh. I don't know why Michael Brockers is on the field. I don't understand why Alex Anzalone is still on this damn team. I don't understand. Who is our conditioning coach? If y'all watched, if you watched uh, Hard Knocks, Dan Campbell had him in pads earlier. Had the whole team wondering, like, why are we in pads? Talking about this is going to prepare us. The injury say the injury studies say that you know if you get in pads early, less likely for injury. What is really going on inside that conditioning room? And then somebody has to take away major decisions from Dan Campbell. It needs to be a collaborative effort like it was on offense last year. We all need – they need to put their heads together and say, look, this is what we need to do. And take away critical decisions or or situations from Dan Campbell because this is an ongoing theme. You can't – you are the first team in NFL history not to complete a third down or fourth down since 1995. See, Chef, if you don't have confidence in your coach to make the right decision, is he really the right guy at the end of the at day? At the end of the day, right now, my confidence is at all-time low. Hard Knocks had me – it had me believe in something that I didn't think – you think six or seven games? Where do you see six or seven wins on this schedule? Break down the schedule right That's now. Right where said? do you see six or seven yeah. wins? Dallas is going to run through us. Dak is going to be back. Buffalo's going to run through us because fucking Josh Allen. Where do you see six wins? The teams that we thought we were going to beat are beating us outside of Washington. Mm-hmm. You you have to put situ, you have to put but like the, another thing. Why is Aiden Hutchinson coming out of three point stands? He had all his sacks last year out of the three four in a two point stance where he can see down the line and set up his moves fast. He has the quickest step. Him and uh, Trayvon Walker had the quickest steps in the draft this year. First step off the line. You the, the whatever he was working with, Aaron Glenn was working with last year. If we had scored twenty points again, I think last year we would have won what seven games. We're not even holding teams under yeah. thirty. Damn, you let Bailey Zappi, 
looked like a perennial pole bowl player and only missed four passes. You can't get out of man. Like last year, why are you in single high safety with Okuda on third down and sending all out blitz? It makes no sense. They're working the edges. They're getting around the edges and they see that we're slow to the outside. Number one, because Alice Anzalone can't get there. Derek Barnes is not the player that we think he is. Only person on that field today that looks like a starter right now are Aline McNeil, maybe Jeff Okuda, and uh, uh, Rodrigo. Outside of that, you have no talent on that side of the ball. Drafted second round players. Rodrigo didn't have the best game either, bro. No, Rodrigo he gave up some pa- some some plays in pass coverage. He got benched actually earlier in the game for Derek Barnes, and Derek Barnes struggled, and they benched Barnes and run Rodrigo back in. See, that's that's see, Rodrigo is a good, smart player, a situational player. He knows how to get downfield and make tackles. In the past game, he's probably a liability. He has short arms, so once a guard get onto him, there's no way he's gonna get off and shake that tackle. All you got to do is get a, a guard up to the second level and you're going to get a first down every time. I'm just tired of watching this. Like, when does when does the gut punches stop? Shep, I got a question for you. Are you still a believer in Dan Campbell? Do you believe he could get this thing right? Once we get J-Mo back, once we get Julian Accord back, and we get some key players back on this team, I will I would like to make that decision after the fact. But as it stands right now, I have no confidence in Dan Campbell in high in critical situations in the game. It's it sucks to say that because Hard Knocks had us emotionally. Like I bet everybody in this chat right now was willing to run through a wall for Dan Campbell. I don't think you can say in this chat that everybody right now can say the same thing. Absolutely not. No, no there's no way. And then then you can't fire him. He has a six year deal. You know, he has a six year deal. You're already paying Matt Patricia. And and Brad Holmes has to be held accountable too for these these injury these players with injuries. We're not gonna see Anzarike this year. His back problem is ongoing. We're probably not gonna see um um Josh Pascal. We might see Josh Pascal. Hopefully that, that gives a that might give us an opportunity to stop the run. They opened this practice window. Yeah. You're gonna see Pascal yeah. this year. But the only great only saving grace for this season is to see Jameson Williams put on that jersey. That is the only saving grace for this season right now. If he could take the top off off the defense, that means you have to bracket him. That means you leave DeAndre Swift and T.J. Hawkinson in single coverage because you can't bracket a safety on T.J. Hawkinson if you got Jameson Williams out there with his Madden overall 98-ass speed. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, Shep. I appreciate you, No problem. I love what you guys do. I listen to you guys all the time. And uh, shout-out Wilbur Sports too, man. I'm pretty – I can't wait to hear what Adam has to say on Monday. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Appreciate you, man. Have a good one. Thanks, bro. Uh, want to bring on Mike? Yeah. Yeah, okay. What's up, guys? What's up, Mike? What's up, What's up man? Hey, what a bummer, huh? What a bummer. What a bummer. You know, I think what makes it all worse um, is you think about, like, what I look for is a lot different than many folks who watch the game. I, I look for just progression. I'm not really – I didn't think this team was in – was in is in was in the right space to compete for a playoff position or maybe higher. You just want to see good football and you don't want to see regression. I think you're seeing so much regression and I'm going to get to a few points here so just bear with me. You get your number 1 corner CB1 five games into the season you have him inactive. That's how bad he is. He can't even contribute on special teams. He's inactive. Right? He, he Amani Awari takes huge steps back. You're looking at, okay, well, who is this is a development issue. Are these coaches developing players? 
But when you start looking deeper into this roster, we talked about this before when we were doing these spaces, and I talked about this sort of garbage pail mentality that they have with this defense and this roster. And I'm starting to think the major issue here is there's a, there's a significant disconnection between the GM and the coaching staff. Case in point, you don't have to take my, 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 my subjectivity to it. Just take the case in point. You have Savion Smith who's an undrafted free agent corner starting at safety over a guy that you moved to safety who you drafted in the early third round, an iffy. This whole roster is filled with people like that. Whole roster, Barnes, take a significant step. He played better last year than he's playing this year. You start, ta- you start looking at, you know, um, you know, how this roster has kind of been built out. There's a big disconnection with how this coaching staff wants to coach and drive players and – how we're drafting players. We cannot afford – I get he, there's a couple hits here and there, right? But we cannot afford to just keep having and throwing away players who are drafted in the second, third, fourth round, fifth round that you don't even play. And I think that, that that's what you're seeing today. You're seeing this, this th- that this supreme – I think a lack of confidence in the players that they're drafting. So that's either a homes issue or a coaching issue. And I think they have to figure that piece out because this team is going nowhere fast. Yeah, but to, to be fair to like what you're saying, I don't think there's a disconnection between the coach and GM. I think what is what was iffy, like in that particular thing, is he got hurt in training camp and he was hurt also at the beginning of the year. And then he played a snap and then got hurt again. So he hasn't really played. He doesn't he's still learning the position. Like I don't think like he's ready to start yet. I mean, and also you're not gonna hit a bullseye in every single pick. Like, yeah, reality, like, if you could walk away from a draft with three players that you view as players that could get an extension down the line, i call that a win. So I look at the 2021 class. I think they have three players from that class where I feel confident that they're going to get a second contract with this team. Panay Sewell, um, Amon Ross St. Brown, and then I think Aleem McNeil is, you know, I think he's one of those guys that's kind of taking the next step. You kind of saw it today. I think he was only one of the one of the bright, bigger bright spots of this game, of only bright spot, honestly, on the defense side of the ball. How's he? How was he a bright spot? They gave up 150 yards and eight, eight yards of carry. Well, I mean, that's not only on him. <laughs> that's I know, game. but I mean, he's the he's the interior defender. Most of those runs were interior interior runs. I mean, yeah, he made a couple splash plays. We have got to get away from this, you know. It's, you know, we're looking, for, we want, per, we, we, I'm simply asked, you know, Tyler, do, yeah. are these players getting better or are they getting worse? I mean, the obviously, is they're getting, for some you of can't them, name me one guy who's gotten better on this team. I'd say Panay and Sam Brown. I mean, Panay Sewell's a Hall of Famer who's, who, who should have been the first pick overall or second pick overall. I mean, you don't get, you know, your top five, top six, top seven picks. Like, that's, I mean, that's hard to say, but. Like, okay, Sam Brown. I'll give you another Saint one. St. Brown, Saint Brown, Saint Brown has been really good. But St. Brown is, is when it seems like when he plays, Hawkinson falls off. When Hawkinson plays, it, it, when, when there's they, like they're, 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 the, the way that this team is being crafted, like it's like there's, there, there's no roster cohesion. These guys don't play well together. That's well, my biggest point. Like if, like you're, if your biggest concerns with Hawkinson and St. Brown, you, you just don't give Hawkinson another contract. And I think that's probably what – Probably gonna happen. I, I, I would. I mean, there's only so many targets to go around. I mean, but the thing is, but Tyler, are you in a really in a position now to start handing players off? 
Like this, the, the, I, I, to Pierre's point, I get it. You know, like you, you know, they're, they're like there's been some unfortunate situations, injuries, etc. But when you start looking up and down this roster, there it's just filled with like, what about Barnes, right? What about yeah, no, these guys he, that you're he hasn't been good. Like, yes. Yeah, I mean, you drafted these players to be significant contributors on a team that was won three games last year. Yes. Like, this isn't a team that went eight and nine where you can't get rookies on the field because you got significant starters. You're pulling, like, like think about the, the, the free agent signings. I'll do you another one, right? Talk about the dysfunction between the, the coaching staff and the front office. They're, they're signing players who four or five games into the year, Deshaun Elliott gets benched. That was, that was a free agent signing that you had. DJ Chark, everybody knew he couldn't stay healthy. That's why nobody wanted him. You know what I mean? He, he young 24-year-old receiver who runs a 4-3 and 6-4. Nobody wanted him because they knew he couldn't stay out. Guess what? He's not healthy. Yeah, but, Mike, when you look at this offense, the big picture-wise, right? I know this game is an anomaly, and they, they look terrible. And, like, it's not a good reference. But big picture-wise, offensively, don't you feel pretty confident with the team going forward? Offensively. Uh, offensively, like talent I wise, I, I think talent wise, I think we have a lot to look forward to. I agree with you 100%. I just feel like the the, the, the problem we're going to have offensively is not the individualized players, but the okay. group. Are these all are they all going to be able to, to play well together? Are they all going to be able to have good games together? Or is it going to be Hawkinson one game, Amon Ra the next game? Like, like, do they have their picket? Like, like, is the because that's what roster formation is. Yeah. You can't have three Justin Jeffersons on your team. Guess what? There's not enough balls to go around. Yeah. So you got to have guys that you know fit a certain spot that can play the certain position. If you look at it, Hawkinson had a horrible game. He, I think, he had two targets, like zero catches. That just so happens Amon Ra comes back. Like it, like they, they play like they have a lot of redundancy, is what I call it. And no, I, I mean, that... we look at the game plan though. The Patriots took Coxon out of the game, and then Amon Ra was barely playing. He was playing hurt. I feel like that's not fair to like. Like I feel, like, I, I feel like big picture, a lot of these guys do work together. I think a Reynolds yeah, works do, together sure. with an Amon Ra St. Browner when they you have know, a Swift out there. I mean, if Hawkinson's the anomaly, that then it is I, what it is. Are you going to give Swift another contract with his injury concerns? I mean, that's a question right now. I don't know. No, I, don't I mean, know. I mean, like, like, with, like, you know, what I mean, like, you, you're starting to put together the team. My thing is that I just, I don't, the wins and losses piece. I mean, obviously, I don't want to be one and four, and obviously, for all of our sakes, we want to see this team do well. But the thing is that I think what I just want to see these players get better, and I think the one missing thing that's being very underreported is that. We just have a situation here where we don't – we're not developing these players and the roster and the drafting and the free agent signings, they're just not meshing together. Now, you could say it's because the, the scheme and Aaron Glenn's not playing not, – that could be possibly it. But then you also got to look at it from the perspective – I know the gentleman said before, you drafted a player second overall who 93% of the time was in a two-point stance – and then you bring them to the league and you ask them to play anchor defensive end to get upfield playing a three technique. I mean, playing, excuse me, with a, with a three-point stance. Uh, he's not like some jumbo big type, you know, physical. He's a speed to power type player. But yet you're putting him so close to a defensive, I mean, offensive tackle that he can't generate any speed. Guess what? He's not generating any results. But yet every week you want him to go there and do that and butt, butt his head against a six, you know, six, six, 330-pound tackle. It's not going to work. Like, I just want to see development. And I think that that's where my frustration lies is like, 
just get some players out there that we can identify, to your point, give second contracts to, and let's build a, a core of this team that not only is a good player, but also works together. And then, Mike, like, when you say these second-year guys, Campbell did say at the beginning of the year that, like, if these second-year players don't develop or, like, don't play well, we're in trouble. And we've seen it with some of them that they just – they've been hurt or they haven't got it together yet or whatever it is. And as you see, they're in trouble right now. Yeah, like, I, I think I look at the big picture. I think offensively, they're going to figure this out. I really do think they have a good unit. I think they got a good coach there with Ben Johnson there. I, I really think they're fine offensively, big I picture think so too. yeah. I think defensively that there is a lot of wounds right now. There's a lot of questions there. Who are the players that you look at long-term pieces? There is schematically. Is it the right scheme? There's a million questions you can, you know, draw defensively, but offensively, I'm just not there yet. I think today was a rough game. Obviously, they just got shut out. There's no excuse around it. Of course, but um, the offensive line got dominated today. Yeah, like Decker got dominated. Yeah, but that's just like uh, you know something I don't expect to see on a weekly basis. Like I, I I have confidence that Sewell and Decker, those guys are going to bounce back and be fine. But let me ask you guys this last question. On I'll I'll let you. I'll I'll drop. I'll let someone else get up here. Two weeks in a row, once to a third string rookie quarterback, and one to Geno Smith. You allow over 85% completion percentage. You probably think they only punted one time in two games. You're averaging close to seven and a half, I think, eight yards a carry. Um, when you, where do we go from here? Offense, I think we don't need to talk about because, to your point, I think they figured out it was just a one-off game. We knew that was going to happen. But yeah. knowing those two things, do they coming out of this bye – I'm going to give you three options. You tell me which one's most likely to happen, which one you'd like to see happen. Okay. Number one, they fire Aaron Glenn. Number two, they completely go completely go to the youth movement, and you start seeing a lot of these players, uh, these older players, start getting sit down for some of these younger players. And know, like we don't let's just see what sticks on the wall. And then the third thing is you just you you say f it, you let it stay where it's at. You probably pick inside the top three, and then you just continue to hammer down that defense. Um, <laughs> I'd probably say it's either going to be either or of option two or option three. I don't see them firing Glenn. Uh, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, it's most likely probably going to be three. That's probably what it's going to be. It's going to be top three. You're picking the roll. top three. Go ahead. Uh, They're going to, like, roll with the guys they got, obviously. And it's just those are what they have right now. I mean, it sucks. But hopefully you get JBJ Cups back soon. Um, maybe versus Dallas even. That could help you solve some problems in terms of coverage. Um, I thought A.J. Parker was okay today as well. I mean, you know, I don't know. You get John Kaminsky back, Zach Pascal, maybe that helps your D-line a little. You know what I mean? Maybe right now what they're trying to do, and I don't like using injuries as an excuse, but – up front, they are pretty banged up. They're, they're front four, right? I, I think once you get some of those pieces back, maybe your your passers will improve, and like if your passers improves, your entire defense improves. Yeah. So you don't think they fire AG at all? So there's no, no way no, no, they fire no. AG. I don't, I don't think I don't think they're gonna fire AG. You know. Um, and shout out to Kirby. I thought Kirby played a lot better today. He played. He played unbelievable. I'm telling you, he's a good player, man. He played his ass off. He puts his neck in there. He's always around the ball. Like, he's going to be a player for us. I, I, uh, you know what I mean? I, I, I think people shit on him the first game when, you know, 
Geno Smith made a great pass and the guy was a six seven, you know, tight end that caught it over him. That's gonna happen. But he's a he's a really, really he's start he's showing me that he cares. Yeah, and I thought too, like, you know how he almost had that piss that pick on that Jeff, yeah, Jeff Okuda PI was like the worst part of the in my life. I thought that was a good play. That was a good play. I mean, I mean, it wasn't even a pass. He almost had the pick. There you oh, go. Man. Um, no, but even that call, like, I mean, that's, that's the worst call ever. It's one of the worst calls. They're hand fighting. And then the receiver pushes Okuda down and Okuda gets called for DPI. I mean, I don't, whatever. I don't care. Like that's. Yeah, that was a rough call. I mean, <laughs> I, that DPI was really bad. Yeah. Um, all right. You guys went on the show here. Yeah. Did take a little break from this team. <laughs> Got a bye week, thankfully. This man. is the worst way to go to go into a bye week, man. This oh. is the absolute worst way to go into a bye week. Yeah, it's it's. They need it though. Whatever, it's good. They need to look yeah. in the mirror, correct the shit, correct some of the shit, make some changes, um, be less predictable on both sides of the ball, and hopefully, you know, start. I don't know, start stacking wins somehow. It's going to be interesting to see how the fan base really cares coming out the bye for this Dallas game. You know, they're going to have an extra week. They're going to see a Sunday without the lines. They could do what they could do without the lines on Sunday. I, I don't know. It's I, in I Dallas, think, right, Tyler? Games in, in Dallas? Dallas. Yeah. It's in Dallas. Dak I think Prescott's a lot I, coming back that game too. I think a lot of fans are going to be tuned out by them. I really do. And it sucks that we're talking about week five right now. Fans are already being tuned out of the season. Just, you know, if you said that last year, I'd probably believe you. But to say this year, that's just unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable. But we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to record our final thoughts on this game. And then I don't know what the plan is after for the bye week. We'll figure that out. <laughs> so we might enjoy- have a bye week for ourselves too. Just take we'll a break. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what we end up doing. But hope you guys all enjoyed. Obviously, don't want to, you know, didn't want to come like this with this game. And, but it is what it is. So that is what it is. I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, guys. I'm out. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm. And I'm out. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.